Star Trek is owned by CBS Studios, Inc. Look again at that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love. Everyone you know. Everyone you ever heard of. Every human being who ever was lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering. Thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines. Every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor, and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there, on a mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam. Imagination will often carry us to worlds that never were, but without it we go nowhere. Somewhere, something incredible is waiting to be known. These are the voyages of the USS Pegasus. Commander Yannick, uh, log supplemental, stardate 6.2021.130.1. I have been reassigned from the Normandy to the Pegasus. To address the current shortage of qualified personnel and ships at Starfleet's disposal, the USS Pegasus is a retrofitted NX-class ship and is still lacking many of the necessary systems that a starship in this class should be equipped with to meet the current mission requirements. I do have some measure of satisfaction receiving a promotion from Starfleet Command. However, with regards to the problems for the Pegasus, I neither look forward to resolving them nor am I afraid of them. They simply exist and supplemental luck. So it's been a couple of days and you're on duty somewhere and you hear over the, uh, it's like the PA system they have there. And they say, you hear Imperial Klingon Cruiser Nightmare docking Bay 3. Excellent. Okay, so if I receive the thing that a Klingon ship is approaching, and if I know that that is the 
ship carrying my soon-to-be crewmates, <laughs> I will make my way to uh, to the docking bay. I would probably have a really bad hangover, considering the concussion. I, I would say that's completely fair. Mm. More head injuries. <laughs> but this was internal, not external. Honestly, <laughs> he's got to like be wrapped in bubble wrap or something. Okay, so I will make my way down to the docking bay. You're walking by this great big window that looks out into the uh, the main starbase because the starbase has a large set of doors and it's circular. So a lot of the base is built around, there's floors above and then there's the big docking bay which has for the most part facilities that go around the ring and then the main part of the facility is really below the docking bay sort of area. And you're walking past this large, it's a, it's a window but it's big and it's looking out into there and there's several merchants docked and there's a couple of federation ships docked and there's a shimmering of light and this huge bird of prey decloaks as it's in the bay was i aware that it was the nightmare before yes they announced okay. it yeah because yeah i'm familiar with the crew of the nightmare right yes and there's a couple of people drop trays and there's a couple of like startled screams initially as this massive ship just suddenly appears and then it moves into position and docks. Okay, I will wait for them to disembark and I will meet them when they come in. And you get a message on the ship that you have docked at Narandra. Excellent. Is Lieutenant Book conscious? How are we going to get her off the ship? They have a couple of Klingons willing to carry her, like on a proper stretcher. Excellent. To the to the station's gonna... um, sick bay. Okay, I'm gonna go with her until I am no longer able to. I guess. Uh, Condor walks in as they pick her up, and Breedor's like, "Did did you decloak inside the station again? No. <laughs> Why would I do that? Just because that's what you always do." And she like hits him in the chest. <laughs> Okay, so when when he enters the station, I will uh, greet him. I guess he's probably leading the way. Yep. I'll say, Captain Condor. Ah, Yannick! Good to see you again. Walks up and he gives you a bit of a punch. I just kind of politely shrug that off and just mention that is <laughs> it is most agreeable to see you again. I trust your travels have treated you well. A little off course, I ended up picking up some of your crew. You're misplacing them. Indeed. To be fair, we did misplace ourselves. Ah, uh, you must be Lieutenant Kell. Ah, uh, yes, Lieutenant Tuan. Uh... Okay, well. And the rest of your companions are unhurt, I assume? Well, to be honest, everybody's a little worse for the wear, but Lieutenant Book here is in the most critical condition critical condition. Might I ask what it was that led you to such a state of affairs? We were responding to a distress call on Zeres 4 and ran into some trouble. Fascinating. Well, let's get the injured treated. There is plenty of work to be done aboard the Pegasus. Alright, Lieutenant Book is not actually a crew member of the Pegasus. She was just sharing a shuttle with us. I believe she is going to head to the station medbay. Very well. Should I send for uh, station personnel to transport her to the medbay, or is she being assisted by the Klingon? Uh, they said they were able to bring her. Okay. All right, with that, he... Yannick makes a gesture to come this way. All right, I will follow. I assume everyone else is here. Oh, well, after a little while, the um, commander <laughs> yeah. stumbles out of the, the hatch. I was <laughs> kind of waiting <laughs> for the that. But <laughs> he didn't really want to leave the ship. <laughs> it's like, oh, my home. I want this to be my home. Uh. And Aura is... Uh, he slept in a little bit, but he's he's walking out now. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm the only punctual one. Well, you're the only one not severely injured, to be fair. Actually, not true. 
I had several words as well. So who's Kel talking to? I was talking to Yannick. Actually, that was... Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> that was... The, Who are you? Who's um, the commander saying on, this to? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The commander is like... Uh, he was sort of stuck at the hatch, didn't know whether to leave, did, wanted to still hang around, and then um, Aura was shuffling out, so he decided to join Aura, and he's like, turned to Aura and says, who's, who's Kel talking to? I... not sure. The... I wonder if that's the, uh, the first officer or someone we we're supposed to meet. Uh, Is there a visible rank on this person? And I was just going to say at that, that moment, maybe I'll step step <laughs> up and say, Lieutenant uh, Aura, Commander Hunt, if you could accompany me, please. Oh. Hunt looks surprised. And then he introduces himself. I'm I'm Commander Yannick. I am the second in command to Captain Taylor Lockley of the USS Pegasus. Oh, First Officer Yannick. Uh, uh, pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet uh, you as well. <laughs> Apologies for being uh, tardy. How is, how is your head doing, Commander? Um... Fine, thank you. Mm. He's in obvious pain. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Yannick has, ar has already suggested that um, you guys all check in with Medbay first. And once you get diagnosed and treated there, then you are to proceed to Docking Bay 94. And that is where the Pegasus is stationed. And time is um, somewhat of the uh, of the essence. Uh, however, we will not set course with a injured crew. So ah. you take what time you need to heal. The ship is in a state of retrofit. And you will have to to make um, accommodations to deal with less than the typical Starfleet luxuries that we are allowed. All right. So, the ship's in the middle of a retrofit. the The main systems have been retrofitted. However, there are still several issues with retrofitting a ship of such an age. There's going to be problems getting systems it's integrating pointless in a way they would have been better off to build a new ship uh, to be honest were resources infinite we would have done just such a thing I have no doubt I disagree she's beautiful give me a star to sail by the captain is a bit <laughs> of a romantic Hunt <laughs> looks around hey Condor yeah that's what I thought Condor yeah The captain of the Klingon ship. Uh, hunts a little bit flabbergasted. Turns away, slightly shocked, and walks off to the medical bay. Yannick, I'm about to cloak myself. I think my sister is going to realise any second now that we decloaked while in Starbase, and she's going to be mad. <laughs> I will talk to you later. <laughs> thank you again, Captain, and say thank you to your sister. Fair weather. We will very well. Uh, safe journey and live long and prosper. We will tell stories of your courage. Uh, why are you talking like that? You don't normally talk like that. Who? Who? You. Aura. Oh, <laughs> we both said who at the same time. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? We will tell stories of whatever. You don't normally talk like that. Well, they're Klingon. They like that, I think. Ah. Uh, Alright. I think he's trying to be diplomatic. Exactly. I see. And he's fostering the goodwill between the Federation and the Klingon Empire. Mm -hmm. mm. And to show our appreciation for being rescued. I don't think it works quite as well when you say that's why you're doing it. 
Well, you asked. I did. But, uh, yeah, just, just trying to show my gratitude. I see. And Aura is going to walk off in the direction of the med bay, uh, following the commander. Ah, uh, Kel will go as well. Yeah. Okay. I will take them to the uh, to the med bay. And it's not full, but it, there's a few people there. Okay. And I will uh, talk with the attending doctor or the nurse or whomever is on duty, and let them know that we have. Um, uh, four people that that uh, probably need treatment. And she takes one scan of Lieutenant Book, and she's like, "We'll get her to surgery." And she yeah, says something quickly to one of the attendants, and they start preparing uh, one of the the suites. And two of the remaining nurses come over and say what appears to be the nature of the medical emergency. To who? <laughs> Are you okay? He hit his head. Uh, the commander here has suffered several head injuries, unfortunately. Three. Lieutenant... Yes, three. Lieutenant Thatcher here has more general injuries, and I believe that my ribs are cracked or possibly broken. What? I already told you that. It's the it's the <laughs> it's head. Her memory the affected. <laughs> it appears my short-term memory has been affected. Back when back when the commander accused Kel of being a drug addict, because she took I the painkillers. <laughs> Wait, Adam's forgotten as well. <laughs> when, when did I do this? Ah, <laughs> uh, once we found the med bay of the center on series four, I said Kel would take some painkillers as soon as she found them, and you said, oh, a drug addict. I did no such thing. <laughs> you did, it's recorded. Yeah, I was going to say, there is some pretty solid evidence. <laughs> <laughs> well... My character's completely forgotten about that. Uh, maybe if that was a side effect of the <laughs> concussion. So they motion to three beds. All right, Cal will go get on one. Yeah, or as well. And then Commander will. Um, who looks the least injured out of all three? I believe it would be me. Okay. You've got cracked ribs. Yeah, so you've got like brain damage. <laughs> Excuse well, me. Well, basically, what I was going to try to do was to to find out what happened. The, the medical more, crew more are finding this. More of the detail this. of what happened. The medical crew are finding this. this, this. Interesting. As the accusations of drug use and are flying across the room now, now that there's now they're safe, there are the. Accusations are coming out, so I will tell I will tell the EMH that maybe we need uh, three doses of uh, of uh, sedative. <laughs> but basically, I'm I'm going to try to um, talk with uh, Kel to find out, okay. like you know what what exactly happened to cause these injuries. What were you you know like get the background on. What were you doing before this? Yep. Um, so trying to push for questions about, you know, what were they? What were they investigating? Is this something uh, yeah, that we sure. should be looking at in the new ship? She'll definitely tell you. Do you want me to actually go over it, or do you have any specific questions? Well, um, why don't you go over what you think would be the pertinent points, and then I we'll just play it out from there. We received a distress signal from a research center on Zeres 4. We understood it to be a center researching plants. Once we got there, there was an ion storm covering most of the planet, which we... The commander here basically attempted to 
pilot the shuttle down to the surface of the planet as we were unable to transport, we ended up crashing the shuttle, which accounted for the worst of the injuries, Lieutenant Books, and the first incident of head trauma. Once we took a look around, we discovered that the scientists who had been studying there had been affected by something. They were acting like more primitive versions of their respective species, uh, almost as though they de-evolved. I was able to examine a few of them after we had a run-in and there was combat, and once they were unconscious, I did discover that their DNA had actually been altered. I know Aura found some plant samples. Um, basically, a plant they were studying, they wanted to use it to help treat Eremotic Syndrome and some birth defects as well. They found it was very effective, but it reacted with ion energy. And we think that is what maybe caused the scientists who were studying to change into what they did. Um, did you guys, did any member of the crew come into contact with the plants or the plant spores? Not to our knowledge. Um, Aura did recover some samples of the plant, but those were contained. Okay. I'll, I'm going to run that by the um, by the uh, medical hologram doctors and have Excellent. them run scans on you to check that there's no residual uh, ion particles or anything that's kind of outside of the uh, the normal All so right. they can run you guys through special filters and we will go from there Excellent. Uh, there are still scientists on the planet affected by this. We were unable to do anything for them. Okay. We will inform Starfleet Command, and, you know, they can either dispatch a ship to take care of that, or they will be sending the Pegasus to take care of it. All right, um, you would need to ask Aura as he had the specifics on this, but I do recall that the planet, the ion storm was growing and there was a certain point at which he believed it would cover the entire planet. I, I don't remember the time limit, so I'm not sure if that has already happened. Okay, so we'll contact, we'll contact Starfleet Command immediately then. All right, thank you. So, Aaron, I've had them do uh, extra scans on the injured crew members to be sure there's no residual traces <laughs> of uh, ion. Uh, to make sure we won't particulate. turn into cavemen. Exactly, to prevent them from de-evolving. Uh, Kel has filled me in on the rest of the happenings on the planet's surface, so I suggested we tell Starfleet Command immediately, and they will either dispatch a ship to rescue the remaining scientists on the planet before it gets overwhelmed with uh, with the ion storm or perhaps the Pegasus will be dispatched to do that but either way Starfleet Command should know. Mm -hmm. Very good and they've put a little device that wraps around the front of Hunt's head <laughs> and it's got lots of flashing lights as it's rearranging the molecules of his brain Ah, did they get a cortical stimulator? Yes. Emily did Star Trek medical research. Which is good, because we didn't. <laughs> and they are working on your ribs. There's another machine. Luckily, being the future, they have a lot of things that just work without having to be, um, having to be strapped up and stuff like that. Although that's still legitimate when you don't have access to some of that. Yeah. And Aura never mentioned specific injuries, so... Uh, I don't know, I just kind of assumed he was generally beat up. Yeah, I can't remember because it was so long ago. But, uh... I believe he had, like, a pretty deep gash in his shoulder. So under proper medical care, it takes about three hours before you get a clean bill of health. Excellent. 
And we are certified not turning into cavemen. Not turning into cavemen. Nice. Although the report sent to Yannick says there was a little bit of... Um, not anywhere near danger levels, but there, there, there was some... Not changes to your DNA, but definitely some stuff in your system that had registered. Okay. Um, did we hear back from Starfleet Command with regards to the planet? Only that they have dispatched a uh, scientific vessel. Okay. And Which will sure to tell them that yeah. there's a there's an ion storm that's threatening to overwhelm the entire planet. I'm assuming long range scan would tell them everything they need to know about that. Though. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, once they're cleared, then I will escort them to the to the USS Pegasus and have them meet Captain Lockley. And what? But the command is what following. What state is the ship in? <laughs> the ship is basically. I think you said we do not have warp engines yet. That is correct. Okay. You got so... the you got the engines. You don't have the core. <laughs> okay. So we are we are without a warp core. We should have intership communications working. We've got obviously life support is working. Things like lighting are a little bit touch and go. Uh, I think we've got all the absolute essentials. Uh, maybe uh, sensors are touch and go, but shields are fully operational and maybe weapon systems are touch and go. Helm should be responding fine. However, the big caveat is no warp power available. Um, replicators are down as often as they're working. So <laughs> so we've had to become accustomed to um, Starfleet, whatever, EVA rations type stuff, right? Away team rations. Just curious, how do we refer to the... Number two, <laughs> and I'm not. I don't know. I think we just call you. I think, I think they. I think they just call you commander. Commander. So we got two yeah. commanders <clears throat> as well as two yeah. lieutenants. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would just call me XO then. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. What? There's only XO. one that's XO first officer. XO. XO. Okay. Cool. Yeah, executive officer. Because we've already got lieutenant. Uh, the two people go. Yeah. LTLT Commander XO. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I think if you just call people by their, you know, I guess I'll try to remember that to just say Lieutenant or uh, Lieutenant Kel. Uh, sorry, mm -hmm. I, what's the last name again? It's Kel. Uh, Tuan is the last name. T U A N. And Aura's last name is Thatcher. That's right. No relation. Mm. <laughs> to Margaret. Not pretty fitting. To Margaret. <laughs> so, Lieutenant Tuan, Lieutenant Thatcher. Okay. So, basically, the ship's inoperable other than normal. The, the ship can travel. Um, like I said, we just we don't have warp power, but we still have impulse engines. Oh, okay. So, when are we expected to get warp capacity? Well, we are awaiting the proper components for a warp core to be retrofitted to this older class of ship. These aren't um, just the equipment and or sorry the the exact components needed to retrofit a ship of this age which is at this point it's probably like a hundred and something years old. It's difficult to to come about that that uh, the, or those components. Hmm, okay. Uh, thanks, XO. Uh, is there anything you need me to do? Well, if you would happen to know where we could get <laughs> said components for warp engines, that would be great. Um, the other things that are touch and go is our, is our lighting, our weapon systems, and our replicators. I could tell you, XO, but that would probably require you breaking a few Starfleet rules, which you probably do not wish to do this would have to be you know there's not a way we can do this above board oh I'm sure there is but oh, 
Then, if you want something done quickly, well, then you sort of have to skirt under the table. Yeah, he's not. I'm, I mean, if we get it and I don't find out about it, so be it. Or if it's an emergency, so be it. But until that point, I wouldn't be willingly just going off and breaking um, okay, things. Like however, <laughs> however, you can. You, you are welcome to talk to the captain. Oh, <laughs> we should probably go introduce ourselves. <laughs> Perhaps. To the bridge, then. All right. Assuming the captain's on the bridge. Do we have those little diddly-link things? Comlinks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll contact Captain Lockley and say, Captain uh, Commander Yannick here, I've, I've got Lieutenant Thatcher, Lieutenant Tuan, and Commander Hunt with me. Uh, permission to come aboard, sir. Permission granted. I'm in my ready room. Is that the last of our missing crew? I believe so, Captain, yes. Very good. So we get on our turbo lift and make our way to the bridge, or to the uh, ready room. Which I think so. Were you missing anyone else? Sorry, go ahead. Which is off the bridge, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure if we were missing anyone else. Not to my knowledge. It just seemed like the captain seemed to be missing a few crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the ship yeah exactly we are probably missing a lot but I don't have the the details I am only recently arrived here myself ah previously I was serving aboard the Normandy you might have heard of Captain Lamperouge I believe I have I know of the ship I'm not a, particularly aware of the uh, crew <laughs> In an alternate universe, I was on that ship. Anyway. <laughs> yes, I don't. Uh, I don't know the the crew either. Okay. Well, it was a fine ship. Served with Lieutenant Commander Evangeline, the medic. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Scon, the chief engineer. And for a brief period of time, we had a gentleman by the name of something <laughs> operating the <laughs> helm, and I can't remember what was his name in that. Ah, that seems to be an unusual name. Something. No good asking the GM. No, no, Tanner Mav. Yes. Was our was our navigation uh, our calm ah. person. As well as Ensign Emma Newman and Officer Saren. Yes. A rather full ship. My two uh, sub commanders in the science division were Ensign Benjamin Higgs and Harold Bozen. <laughs> the Normandy, was that a Larsen class? Destroyer? I believe it was. Uh, indeed. Your starship history serves you well, sir. Impressive. I like to know my ships. Alright, well we make our way to the ready room. And it is currently lit by candles. <laughs> Excellent. It looks awesome. <laughs> it has a very ship feel to it old ship feel to it oh I see what you're going for here ah very interesting is it always going to be like this I imagine not once the lights are sorted out Aura well I do not believe it is a a, a choice made there Just was because. definitely a choice made here. Uh. Captain, Lieutenant Commander Hunt, report Welcome for duty. Welcome to the Pegasus. Sure. Such as it is at this stage. Thank you. Has Mr. Yannick filled you in on our current situation? He has, sir. Excellent. He gets up, walks around and leans against the desk. Seems like we're flying a bucket of... Well, in fairness... She was pulled out of mothballs. She was going to be 
She was already decommissioned quite a while ago, but Starfleet needs ships and we are in the situation we are in. Fair enough, sir. So, there are missions to be had, but we can't get to them yet. We need to get this ship up and running. And how do you suppose we do that, sir? Well, at the moment we are hassling every merchant, every Starfleet outpost from here all across every sector that we can get basically until they get annoyed of us give us what we want and we go away part of the problem is the age of the ship getting everything that will fit properly and work properly is not been as easy as originally thought and how old is the ship mr yannick uh that long actually this ship is more like 200 years old ah well if i'm reading uh... my if i'm Reading my history right, the the first Enterprise was launched in 2151, and it's now Earth calendar, timeline 2370, thereabouts, 2375. So you're looking at 220 years, approximate age of this ship. Wow. That's uh, it's a good thing I'm not scared of floating out into space or anything. That was an oddly specific comment. Yeah, I think the hull retrofits were probably completed first, so they're probably very intact. Uh, I wouldn't be saying probably as a Vulcan, I would be saying the hull retrofits have gone successful. The the ship is space-worthy. However, as I said, some systems are not yet. You have to realize this: the warp reactor that was originally on this ship was only capable of doing warp 5. So we are currently trying to retrofit it with something capable of doing roughly double that warp speed. What do you need us? So, assuming that we do retrofit it with a warp core that can potentially drag us up to that speed, um, we're having to also strengthen things like the bulkheads. That has been all that. All that, all that work has been done. All structural repairs have been have been made. The, the oh, ship okay. is the the hull, the structure of the ship is capable of of uh, handling what we are planning to put in there. Uh, just like everything's been everything's been um, accounted for with regards to you know uh, resizing of ducting for uh, for wiring, anything like that. Um, it's now. We've got basically an open spot where the warp field generator would, would, would be. Okay. Until we get that fitted, um, I'm interested to see how, and he's looking around, how far I could push this old, old girl. Well, you will be the chief pilot of our vessel. And L Lieutenant Tuan, you are the highest ranking medical officer on board. The sick bay is yours. Ah, I see. I realize your main training was as the ship's counselor. This is true. Um, however, I do have medical training, and I believe I will be able to fill the role adequately. Make sure you let Yannick know what personnel you require, and we will do our best to fill those roles for you. I will do so. Thank you. And I assume I'll be working on the bridge with you, Captain? Yes, you are under Mr. Yannick. He is head of science. Ah, very good. Is this a big starship by comparison? Comparison to... Uh, other starships, like, say... Like, the Excelsior would be pretty huge compared to this ship, I'm assuming. Yes, Excelsior is bigger than this one. This is roughly the size of the original Enterprise from memory, I think. Okay. So it's not tiny. Uh, the original Enterprise from... Original series. The original series. Okay. Uh, Captain, when are we heading out? As soon as we can get space-worthy. What can we do to help? Well, there's still a lot of basic systems that need repairing. Uh, 
not sure if sick, sick bay is up to your standard yet uh, I'm not sure where we are with all the flight surfaces it's a it's a case of we find something we fix it if it needs fixing if we can get a, a, the parts required we put them in but we're hoping to get this done as soon as possible well with your leave captain um, I'll settle into quarters and head up to the bridge in an hour or so and run some pre-flight checks very good uh, yes, if it's all right with you, I will go have a look at the med bay. Yes, I think that would be a good idea. Get yourselves settled in and see where you can fit in best. Thank you. Do we get comlinks? Yeah, you got your um. <laughs> Are you asking the captain? First things first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not aware if we have the comlinks yet. <laughs> You've got your uh, com badge, which is the Starfleet that's yeah, com Starfleet badge, symbol. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we already have them. Cool. All right. Well, uh, uh, Starfleet officers usually don't salute or anything like that, do they? Um, I'm not. A, I can't. I haven't seen them do it in next no. gen yet. In and I'm watching the first season they just sort of like say all right <laughs> and then they <Yeah>. just leave <laughs> okay bye <laughs> that seems pretty formal i did think that was a little weird though for there's there's still a naval there's a lot of naval tradition in yeah. um, starfleet so i did yes. think it was a little weird that they don't um ever seem to Considering the reprimands, you know, Wesley got in trouble for getting on the going on the bridge without his mum's permission, even though he actually never st- st- stood yep. on the bridge. He just stood in the yep. turbo lift, and um, and Picard got all angry and shit. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> Picard's got a deep seated anger issues at the moment." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Hunt's heading off to his um, quarters. Yep, Kel's I'll see go. you guys after. He says to the group before heading uh, off. Yes, goodbye. Kel's going to head out as well to Med Bay. And Aura's going to head to the science uh, area to try and securely contain the, the plants that he has. Uh, Yannick's going to go down to engineering to see about getting the lights working because he's uh, he's not annoyed, <laughs> but he's somewhat discouraged that the lighting is not uh, correct. So everyone can make a roll based on what they want to try to fix within their department, and if you succeed, you can choose one thing to be fixed. How much stress did we All recover? of it, over the rest period. Oh, yay, because we... How, yeah. how do I know what my total is? It's the number of unchecked box, like the boxes without the X. Right. So my boxes have an X, and it goes all the way up to twenty something. Yes, but mm. not all the boxes have X's. Yeah, he would have started ticking them all the way up till he filled them up, and then you didn't record where yours stopped at. Right. Well, if it's an X, then it's not like if I click an unXed one, it does a check mark, not an X. Oh, oh dear God! I We're already going back. I only have check marks. You only have check marks. Yeah. Oh my God! What is it with you people? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're, this ship isn't going to last very long with all of us. <laughs> we're just going to destroy this ship. I have one success. So um, Aaron, I have a success, but I, I am wondering about the um, the supervisor talent okay. that I have. It says ship's crew support is increased by one. Okay, so if you want to get a uh, role from one of the NPCs in engineering helping you, you can do that. Okay. So... Oh, 1915. My God, Chris. That is one success. That's... that's... Oh, well, at least we're sort of half succeeding. Mm-hmm. So, what would I be rolling? Like control medicine, or reason medicine? Or yeah, I'm, depending what you're trying to do, I'm willing to um, 
you know, let it let it be flexible. It's not meant to be too uh, restrictive. Well, that's one success. Okay, so for anyone who had one success, you can choose a uh, minor system to have been repaired. Okay. And minor doesn't have to be trivial, but it's not massive. Okay. Uh, in the science lab, I'd say the, the containment fields, like the ability to contain various organisms and uh, that kind of thing, okay. grow plants. Cool. Uh, yep. That makes sense because what, that's what you sort of wanted to do anyway. So, yep. You could have focused on that. Can, can I say I've got the intensive care system working so that if there's emergencies, I can deal with that. And if it's smaller stuff, we can rely more on first aid for now. Yep. Okay. Um, I got one success for engineering. I will say that uh, maybe I got the bridge lighting to work. Yep, you can you can do a few decks. The lights aren't like you know life support's a major system, but lights not as much. So you can if you want to fix the okay. lights, lights can work. Well, okay, so like yeah, okay, but I was gonna if we wanted to get specific on, I was gonna say bridge and ready room or something yep. like that. How do you test impulse engines without actually? Impulsing around. Um, well, I mean, you, you you can definitely turn them on, and there'd be readings that you'd be getting from them to tell if they're, you know, are they stable? Are they? All right. So I've pushed them as hard as they can go with the handbrake on, basically. And if that's where you want to put the your thing, then yeah, they, the impulse engines seem okay. Well, there's not much that a con guy can do with regards to fixing stuff. Real, realistically, you know, I can test stuff to make sure it's working properly. So, if the captain or the EXO wants me to uh, test certain things, then yeah, can't really test out warp functionality at the moment. Impulse engines and thrusters, maybe port thrusters, I could test them as well. But I guess the given that the impulse engines are our main source of drive at the moment, uh, yeah, um, Hunt sort of figured that they were more of the priority in case we needed to uh, leave the station in a hurry. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the captain would say too is get yourself comfortable with uh, with the control layout. That is n yes. <laughs> The rolling is not unusual for this group. If I had the old Yannick, I would have got two successes, but oh well. Is it just Hunt up on the bridge? Uh, no, there's a couple of different people. Communications is working. If they're in their console. Like, they've got panels off and they're in there attaching wires, checking to see if any are frayed, if any have been... The the feeling you're getting when you see over... So over two days that you've, been, you've sort of been working on the ship, You've sort of noticed, it feels like this thing was gutted. Like, literally, they'd have been ripping this thing down to its basis materials because it was going to be scrapped. So they've pulled it out of that position, now trying to get it back to being spaceworthy. So it's a case of... Now, things like cabling and that, modern cabling's fine. But some things have been harder to sort of replicate and that so there's been some field modifications going on to try to modernize the ship as well the refit was a decent modernization because the actual refit parts didn't have to be from the original design but there's still areas where they don't make stuff like that anymore so there there's there's definitely been an, an effort to how can we create modify bend the rules so that this all works in it we can use newer parts and get newer newer stuff out of it do i know who the message is from okay uh i will head up to the bridge and say uh captain i received uh an interesting message is the captain on the bridge okay on day two it's yeah he's sort of been Oh, it's the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it'll okay. do a couple of days. Like, you don't have to be, like, filling up every single moment. Uh, it says, if we are interested in a warp core, we should come to the bar on level 13, and they have an opportunity for us. What do you make of that? 
Not Starfleet. Where's Mr. Yannick? Lieutenant Thatcher? Well, Hunt's on the bridge. If you want to proceed, do so with care. The bar is a public place, reasonably well populated, so it shouldn't be dangerous. If you guys want me to go with, I'm, I'm willing to go with. I'm just saying that that is where I am right now, if yep. you want to come and get me. But if you don't, I understand that too, and that's fine. <laughs> uh, Hunt turns around from looking at the console, is obviously deemed uh, experimenting with certain thrusters and, and things. Aura, have you even been into a bar? Uh, hmm. That's a good question. I I have, just uh, not in a long time. Uh, I'd feel more comfortable if perhaps a group of us went. Uh, well, I guess if you want to be inconspicuous, you can take us as a group and we're taking some chill-out time. Captain, permission to bring along the EXO and in case we get hit over the head, <laughs> the, ca- the ship's counsellor. I don't think I am the ship's counselor at this point. You're both. <laughs> I both. But you only get paid for one. <laughs> I love the. I just love. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to a bar for a maybe sketchy deal. Captain, is it okay if we take the first officer, the highest ranking medical officer? <laughs> well, I trust you. Ah. <laughs> And having been in bar fights... <laughs> okay, I'll bring a first aid kit. Are you expecting trouble? No, but he said Who? having been in bar fights. Uh, I think the XO is in the best place right now. We need the ship systems and that's where he's excellent at. Uh, if right. you want to take the counsellor, I trust her judgement when it comes to the truthfulness of people. Well, if we're going to a bar... It will be important to know uh, the motivations of the person who sent us this message. So, you sure you don't know who sent it to you? I've got no idea. It was. Uh, Why would they send it to you? I don't know. I don't know who they could be or how they heard of me. Or that I was looking for a warp core, which we are. You haven't been talking to anyone on, like, around or on the ship or anything I mean yeah just like the crew but if the crew knew how to find a warp core I'm sure they just would right hmm. oh, I guess I mean but even I've been whinging about not having a warp core for the last couple it's of days it's not exactly been a secret but admittedly Captain just to have a warp core laying around is a little bit unusual I agree but it sounds like the they want us to do something in return uh not monetary based I, it doesn't sound like more like a a job oh okay well hmm. i'm intrigued they say they have an opportunity for us and i guess that's what i assumed but i suppose it could be anything all right did you want to go grab the brain not working <laughs> uh, still, I still haven't gotten over this concussion. Uh, maybe I need some Romulan ale. Um, I'm just gonna go go uh, go and get into some civvies, or not, or is this uh, official duty, Captain? This is well outside what I would say we normally do. Do what you think best. Uh, I think it, it makes sense to go uh, in our uniform. They obviously know that we're Starfleet, and if anything, it will hopefully give us a little bit more respect in the bar. <laughs> you obviously haven't spent a lot of time in bars, Lieutenant. Well, no, but what do you mean? That's okay. <laughs> we'll go as Starfleet officers. They contacted you as a Starfleet officer, so I would assume that they would be expecting Starfleet officers. So best to be present ourselves as such. Yes, that was my thinking as well. He taps on his comlink. Uh, Commander Hunter, Lieutenant Tuan. 
Uh, yes, Commander. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but we're going to a bar. Uh. And you're coming with. Uh, okay. Uh, please ready a, um, <laughs> maybe a med kit, <laughs> medical <laughs> tricorder. Dare I ask why? Um, you can. I don't know if I could answer that question. <laughs> We're going to a bar. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I Actually, th th this station is a Federation station, or is this... This is a Federation station. An it is yep. a Federation station. Okay, so not likely to have bar fights. <laughs> Not unless we start one. <laughs> yeah. I can bring a med kit if you believe that will be necessary. Um, uh, given where we are, I, probably we won't need one. But it would be good to have your advice. Understood. Or expertise. Expertise in bars? I wasn't aware I had any. Meet you down at the port hatch. Alright. Be there shortly. Alright, with your leave, Captain. Very good. Lieutenant? I will come along as well. Lead the way. Uh, of course, because they are looking for me. Uh, yeah, of course. I just assumed that you were coming. Yes. So, I don't actually know where this bar is is i know it's level 13 but i haven't explored the station much maybe it would be good to bring someone along who knows the station well or i suppose we could just find it out are you asking me or the captain uh either if we're still there i guess you know as we're heading towards the uh, what is it turbo lift it's the captain, the crew, the communication. <laughs> we keep officer. adding more and more people, so. <laughs> That's the way the commander sees it. <laughs> to field trip to a, to bar. a bar. Yep. All right, so we're turbo lifts closed, and we're going down, and his turn to. Um, Hunt's turn to the lieutenant. You think someone who knows the station? Uh, who? What? You talk about the XO, are you? The, yeah. I mean, anyone, really. The... Turbo lift. Engineering. All right. Good, good call. <laughs> Gonna try and bring the person the captain said not well, to. I, I don't want to walk around everywhere, so... I, I know the captain didn't said not to bring him, but, I mean... I mean, we're only going to be gone for, what, an hour? Who's going to notice? <laughs> and we get down to engineering, I'm assuming. Yep. That the turbo lift gets us down there and doesn't break down halfway. We have to climb the rest of the way. It's powered by candles. No, no, lighting's working. <laughs> oh, yes, the lighting is working. So we had to move the candles to power the turbo lift. Yes. <laughs> the turbo lift is candle powered. Alright, so we're looking around for the XO and Alright. Uh once we finally catch up to him. Um I'm I'm trying to uh, to replicate some hot Earl Grey tea, but it keeps coming out <laughs> as iced iced Eel. tea. <laughs> Eel. It's not working. I don't blame it. Uh, XO, <laughs> we've got a lead on a, a warp core. Um, it would be good to have you uh, guide us. We're supposed to meet someone at a bar. Um, it is our understanding that you've been on this station for a little while, so you might know where we're, where we're going. Perhaps it would be good if I did accompany you to ensure that you're not meeting someone that uh, poses ill will towards the Federation. Oh, no. He looks. Uh, the hunt looks at um, the lieutenant. Um, the message was 
pretty clear and simple. They just sort of wanted to give us something like the warp core in exchange for services rendered. That's the general gist. We don't actually know what those services are yet, but... Uh... Oh, yes. Yep, okay. All right. Um, I think the ship's council is waiting for us at the port hatch. So... Yep. We probably should make our way quickly. Okay. And we head to the port hatch. And Kel is there. What, tapping her foot? No. <laughs> just, just waiting. So I just tell them I'll stand back and observe, um, at least for a start, to to kind of make sure that there's nothing, um, you know, that they're not going to be ambushed or anything like that. I, I realize it's a Federation... Uh, space station, but still, there's there's a lot of unsavory traffic floating through here. So, what is oh. this about? Um, apparently, the lieutenant here received a message about a warp core. I did. Interesting. From who? We don't know. You don't know. Huh. Yeah. Yes. It is a little troubling that someone would even know to to contact him, given that he only just two days ago reported for duty on the on the Pegasus. That is true. So his appointment it, is not well known. It must be someone who knows you or at least knows you're here. Yeah, I I can't think of who that would be unless it was one of you guys. I can't imagine why we would send you a message instead of just saying that we knew where to find a work court. With technical glitches aboard the Pegasus, it could be that our computer systems were infiltrated. Uh, data was stolen. Well, it's a well-known fact that we need a warp core. So, uh, you know, information sells all the time. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm just and concerned so, how they sorry. would know to contact... Lieutenant Thatcher. He is a science officer aboard the Pegasus. Which, again, was only made public. So they might not want to ago. go to someone. Well, they might not want to go to the XO. Correct. The but how did they know that Lieutenant Thatcher was the science officer aboard the Pegasus? I.e., the information, yes. So. Regardless of how they knew, we are now going to a bar. Yes, that's where they said to meet. Huh. And Hud's sort of scratching his head and he's going, um, I, I just thought it would be a little bit pertinent considering my history with, um, in bars. So, um, not that I'm saying he's holding up his hands, like in a, a surrendering. I, I don't use, I'm not the one that usually starts them. Okay. Starts what? Uh, funny things, you know, messing around, jovial, punching and uh, uh -huh. strangling and... Jovial strangling. I'm not familiar with that. Is this a, a human thing? Yes. Ah. Uh, well, it doesn't sound like a good idea. Well, it's generally not to the death. <laughs> I should hope not. I can't think what would be jovial about that. And... How often does this happen? Not often. Shall we head? XO? You can... <laughs> the commander the is somewhat eager here. to uh, change can... the subject. You humans and your proclivity for the consumption of alcohol. Nobody here can disprove that humans do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're yes, like, let uh, us make all haste. Yes. Let's go.
The ship be safe worthy. Or what? The ship <laughs> is space, space worthy. <laughs> safe worthy. And safe. <laughs> the ship is safe and space worthy. Well, this got dark quick. <laughs> <laughs> he taps on his comlink. Diddly link. Yeah, you're going to have to replace that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get no, it in post. You've, you've got a custom one that sounds like that. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to cut and paste that every time someone uses a... <laughs> Yannick to the bridge. <laughs> oh, dear. That's the new retro Fritz sound. <laughs> The Voyages of the USS Pegasus utilizes the excellent official rules Star Trek Adventures released by Mephidius Games. Featuring Emily as Lieutenant Kell, Shadow as Lieutenant Aura, Raven Insane as Commander Hunt, Ken as Commander Yannick, and Ghost as the GM. Many of the sounds come from Sirenscape, an excellent app for bringing more life to your gaming table. You can find us at critfail.com.